Hi, this is Emily the Songbird, and I am so excited today because I have amazing guest, Angel the Harpist. Angel. Here I am learning all about social media and networking, uh, which is all new to me. As uh, before March the 8th, I was uh, working on a daily basis in person with clients and uh, you know, presenting beautiful harp and flute music for people to help relax and help to heal uh, from stress. And so it was a bit of a shock when uh, Shelter in Place uh, became big news and all of the uh, facilities that I normally would go to every day closed their doors and uh, said they were going under lockdown, including a place where my mother lives and she's 90 years old so you know uh with all my sisters and my brother uh, it's like okay we are no longer allowed to visit our mother okay so the wonderful thing was that uh we had an ipad that we were able to drop off and so the nurses would uh, plug in the ipad for my mother and we would FaceTime her. So I was able to continue on a daily basis to communicate with my mother and play the harp for her because she loves the music. She's isolated in a room all by herself. And uh, so it's, it's very, very difficult. And for all of the, the people that I'd been working with, they, were, they are also in the simmer, similar situation. Yeah. And so at, it, was, it was a bit of a shock for me at first because I was trying to figure out, okay, what's going to happen now moving forward? And so um, my husband suggested to me, well, I think it's time for you to put your business online. And I'm like, okay, well, this is a new learning experience for me. <laughs> oh, I can so relate. <laughs> Sure. And, and, you know, okay. So I figured out, you know, how I could do FaceTime and how I could suggest to, you know, um, the hospitals and doctors and nursing homes, you know, if you have an iPad, then all you have to do is call me on my phone and I can play the music for you and I can engage and talk with you and, and, you know, we can do it together. Yeah. So that's how it all started. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Now, it's, it's a funny thing that uh, I, I was playing my music at the Oakland airport on Monday nights. Mm-hmm. And uh, somebody had stopped by and said, you know, you should connect with Alignable and Patch. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. I'd never heard of it before. Yeah. And I mean, I don't even have a Facebook page. I haven't even gotten to that stage yet. But, you know, I I joined on and uh, I built myself a little profile page and started connecting with a few people that were here in San Leandro because, you know, here I am in my place all by myself with my husband and our rescue cats. And it's like, you know, I only thought that, the lockdowns would last till July. So I was very, very surprised to realize how aggressive COVID-19 is and how long that shelter in place has gone on. 
Um, here I am in Alameda County in California, and it's still like, wow. <laughs> so I've gotten better now at reaching out to people. I've, I'm learning, you know, how to use Zoom, webinars, yeah. FaceTime. Yeah. And I'm going to learn with you, Emily, how to create a podcast. <laughs> yes. So it's all pretty exciting. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've also had the time to take a lot of uh, free master classes offered by some experts online. And I've been learning about algorithms <laughs> and how social media works. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's yeah. a whole new world. It yeah. really is. It is. But it is. yeah. Mm -hmm. Moving forward, I realized that you know, it's very, very important to do this, to reach out to the world, because even if they do create a, what they feel is a good vaccine, there's no guarantee. You know, I'm listening to uh, health reports every day. Right. right. And so it's still in the clinical stages. Yeah. And yeah. they anticipate, you know, yes. and, and that uh, and that is why the, the healing power of music is so important, not only for those we serve, because I, I play music at senior homes and have done it at an Alzheimer's home for years, but for ourselves, for healing mm -hmm. ourselves, right? And so there's, yeah. a, there's a real shift that occurs. And to me, music is about vibration. And when we get into a vibration of fear and anxiety and we start the all that kind of stuff then we are taking away we're not aligning with our highest highest healing potential within our own being and so i think mm -hmm. it's so important that you know i mean there's there's this layer of fear but then underneath it there's something within our own being and i think that's that's why that music is so important our own being that can connect and when you play that music and so i, I you know we could talk on about that those challenges but what i'd love because we only have a, a half an hours i'd love to hear how you started how did your musical journey start with the harp with the flute what was it that you know where you started and and how it, where it's led you on your path okay well here we go okay <laughs> oh i <laughs> i was born into a musical family okay so my father was a professional musician and a music teacher and my mother um she doesn't sing opera anymore but she was a beautiful beautiful singer and artist and so uh when i was five years old uh, my father gave me my very first flute and he taught me all of his favorite songs so um of course he also taught me classical music he taught me how to read music uh, a very good friend of his uh, gave me piano lessons and uh, when I was about 10 years old, uh, they realized that, you know, they allowed me because my father also taught music in the schools uh, to try out all the different instruments because they believe that everybody has um, a magic with certain instruments, yeah. okay? Yes. Sometimes parents will choose an instrument for a child that they like 
and the child will have a very difficult time and just not connect with the instrument. But oh, yeah. I was lucky enough to be able to try almost every instrument. And what I gravitated the most to, what I loved, was the flute and the harp. Okay, so I started the harp when I was 10 years old. And uh, I was classically trained uh, with the Royal Conservatory of Music. And then uh, when I was a teenager, uh, my grandfather went into the veterans hospital. He was also a musician and uh, he was a brass player. So he was bed bound and my mother brought me to the hospital and got me um, signed on as a candy striper. And what I would do is like at lunchtime, they would wheel the patients into the dining room to have lunch and I would play the music for them. But some of the patients, like my grandfather, could not get out of the bed to go to the dining room for lunch. So I would play for him bedside. So that was how my journey started because some of the doctors and nursing staff felt it would be very beneficial for, for me to play all, for all of the patients. So that's what I used to do after school is I would go to the hospital and I go room to room and for the patients you know and um so that that's how i got started um you know the up in washington state there's a real healing mu movement i would say okay so there's a lot of these holistic fairs and things like that where you can go and network and meet people that are like-minded that are practicing the the art of the healing arts okay. and so i was lucky enough to um uh i would take programs that they offered on the healing music and i learned about the history of the harp and the flute and how it was used for healing and relaxation going back five thousand years the egyptians used it and so that opened up a whole area for me I connected with all these massage therapists and yoga teachers that wanted me to come and play for their classes and um, you know it was like after a while I was just improvising and composing music based on the feeling of the vibration of the room um, so, you know, over the years, I've, I've composed music for relaxation. Um, when you think of the theory of it, what the doctors told me is, if the rhythm of the music is slower than the heartbeat, then that will slow down your heart rate. So that's very good for people that are, you know, having high blood pressure and a lot of stress in their life. And so if somebody has very low blood pressure and you want to bring them up in their vibration, then you play the music at a higher tempo, you know? So all these kinds of things are, are very valuable yeah. lessons I have learned. Yeah. And um, so at the same time, you know, I'm kind of a hyper person. So the harp really helps me to relax too. <laughs> <laughs> So it has, you know, yeah. a benefit of helping me and the people that I play the music for. Yeah. And so here I am. I'm 62 years old now. So I've been, this has been a lifelong journey for me. And uh, yeah, I'm really 
you know, just loving it and feel very fortunate that I'm able to do this and share this with everyone. So wonderful. What a wonderful story. Yeah, I remember I did a talk for the Parkinson's Association last year in Santa Barbara. And um, we, it was so neat to hear from the patients of what mm -hmm. songs were that touched them and how they used music. I, I don't know if you've ever seen that video online on YouTube. It's amazing, but it's a Parkinson's patient and he is with his caregiver and she, he, he's shuffling across the floor and he can barely walk, right? He has his walker and then they put on his favorite country song, right? And then he starts moving and he's got a little groove in it and then the final time he walks across the floor he doesn't even need his walker and then <laughs> after that he's dancing with his caretaker and it's oh my gosh absolutely amazing yes i i uh, I, I wanted to show that video at the talk i did but the technology wasn't working and so i had to just okay. explain it but i mean it's just incredible what music can do to heal us at such a such a deep level and so thank <laughs> you so much for all this amazing healing work and it sounds like it was just an incredible calling for you to be called to do this work bedside i i remember i played once um we were asked at this alzheimer's home to play as this woman was passing and it was such an incredible gift to be there as you know as her spirit was leaving her body and i think we played amazing grace and it was just you know this continual but i was so honored and i I think you know it's it's interesting you were talking about covid because there's such a shift that's going on all of these you know we're losing people left and yes right yes so, so what do we do with music mm -hmm. to be mm -hmm. able to guide people right like this is not yeah. we can't cling to life and so how does music help us to to release and to let go right it's it's so mm -hmm. important to surrender because i think those people who are fighting um, it's, it's, there's something so incredibly powerful about surrendering and allowing those healing vibrations to take you right to just uh -huh. into that space. Yes, so, absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, I mean, I haven't been doing this all my life only in the last five years, because my journey has been very different than yours. But I do know and I do so appreciate uh, being present with people and inspiring them and connecting with them on that the the healing power of music level <laughs> and it's it's such a gift so I'm so glad that you are getting out there and that you are putting your you know you're working with the technology as I am learning to do on unalignable and um, networking and build because this is exactly what we need at larger scales you know we need and yes I think not only for the people that are not only for palliative care but for everybody you know I just I just did this zoom gig for my students and we all performed right and we expressed ourselves and it was you know it was just amazing the vibrations of children and how music just touches people at such a deep level and so I think offering your services to many people and mine as well that we offer our services to people at all different walks of life who are you know anxious um and fearful in this time you know oh sure i i mean i have to say you know in terms of the children there's so many of them that are at home 
And as a parent, of course, you know, my boys are grown up and they're adults. Yes. I mean, I can't even imagine if I had small children, I wouldn't want to send them to school. I would prefer to homeschool them. And, you know, I, 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 so when I learned about the school program, this out school that you were working with, I thought, well, what a great way to reach out to children that are stuck at home because, you know, it's it's a tough time for them too it is it's a tough time for everyone and parents who are stuck at home i mean there's it's very overwhelming and so mm-hmm. i do think that um especially with such a powerful calling that you and i both have had that it's really important that we open ourselves up to be this vessel and also like i said when we get in that space ourselves we're like oh my god what am i going to do because that's what fear does right it takes a hold of you but that's why the music is so powerful because it shifts those vibrations you exactly mm-hmm. right yes so, yes yes yeah so i would like i mean it just sounds like it would be so fun to hear some of your music would you like to would you be open to to playing for us and and we're going to experiment for those of you who are listening we're going to try we're going to try it live and um and then hopefully we'll be able to add up a recording as well and and even have both of them that would be great maybe one on each instrument or however you feel you know however whatever inspires you Yes, absolutely. Okay. So let me bring you to the harp here. Okay, good. Uh, I'll play you a piece that I composed. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. So this, uh, this harp I've had since 1974. It's made from a maple tree. Oh. It has a very, very sweet tone. Ah. Yeah. So here we go. Thank you. 
fantastic. That was so beautiful and healing. And oh, good. Well, thank you so much. And you know, what's so neat is I was talking with my students actually today. Um, I had written a song this week about uh, that, you know, that serving the music and how important it is when i watch you it's so um it's you just climb into that music so connecting and and because i told my students i had some that that weren't going to perform because they were embarrassed and afraid right what if they make a mistake right 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 <laughs> and because <laughs> a guitar teacher to, uh, told me years ago he said you are here to serve the music and you just did that so beautifully you just climbed in and i just oh my gosh my my spirit my whole being is just up, uplifted and thank you so much for teaching me and showing me how to do that because i'm learning myself i've been really a good music teacher but i'm wanting to learn how to serve the serve the music more so that was that was so beautiful mm -hmm. so powerful thank you so much and i was just oh, you're Awesome. I was just thinking, you know, maybe it was a gift that we couldn't get the actual podcast recording going because I can put this on my website and then people yes. can come and see because there's something so powerful about this interaction. We get to see each other's faces and feel mm -hmm. the energy and the connection. There's, I mean, the voice is very powerful, but we can experience that and you can see, you can see how changed I am from that experience. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you know one of the things the the song that i wrote was called one song of love and i realized that you know a lot of people think that um you know they compare themselves right oh i'm not as good as that or i should be this or whatever and um but to mm -hmm. me, this idea of that unity that we are all part of this one song and so when you're mm -hmm. playing so beautifully the harp i am right there with you my spirit is just dancing around those you know and so that that knowing that we're all connected and that music is a mm -hmm. language that bridges us all together is so powerful you know absolutely absolutely yeah. you know i mean you know what i would say to your students is you need to for yourself yeah yeah you know, it's so important because <laughs> you you need to heal yourself and play for yourself yes and then when you feel confident that you know you're ready to play for other people then yeah. you'll be ready yeah you and know? sometimes like uh sometimes for me like i even played this song which was new this week and i played it for my students to model right that i go through this too and so but one of the things is you know my fingers would always shake as i was playing on the guitar and my voice would quiver as i was singing because i had i had such terrible performance anxiety and so did you ever experience that or did you were you just able to like really connect that's that's a huge thing for us budding musicians you know yeah of course it is and and you know i get probably because i started so young yeah i was always very comfortable <laughs> here's what happened when i was young because my parents had me study at the royal conservatory of music so i would have to perform for these you know concerts yes, yes. and uh i remember the thing that got me through it was 
uh, I would not look at the audience. Yeah. When I was very young, I could not connect with the audience. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's so much different than the work I'm doing now. Yes. It's just totally opposite. But yes. that, that was the, what helped me get through my stage fright, oh. yeah. which I, I don't even remember, yeah. but I do remember it. I do remember, uh, oh, about 25 years ago, I had these, um, this award ceremony that I had to perform for, for these fashion hair designers, you know, it was like their Emmy awards type of thing. And I was on the stage and I was playing the harp and I looked at the audience. Okay. (laughs) All of a sudden I went blank. Oh yeah. It was like, I froze. (laughs) So, you know, even after so many years of performing, you know, I I think for me, you have to kind of find your sweet spot and your special place to get through it because, you know, uh, I have to really concentrate on my feeling with the instrument to do a good performance. It's different when I'm one-on-one with patients because, you know, it's just a whole different thing because they're not there for a performance. They're there because they're sick and and you're helping them to feel better. Okay. Yeah. So you can choose to play the music for them. However, it feels comfortable for you at the moment, but when you're doing a performance, you might have to perform certain pieces that can be difficult and yes, I mean, for me to get through that, that's what I need to do is just not look at the audience yeah. and just concentrate completely on myself and the instrument. Yeah. Yeah. And then when I finish, then I can look at the audience and connect yeah. with them. <laughs> that's a really good idea. Yeah. I'm, I'm finding as I'm switching, I've been such a really good music teacher for a long time and I'm wanting to bring forth my artistry. I'm wanting to serve the music more. And so, but I find it's a challenge for me to shift roles. I'm like, Oh, I'm the teacher and I'm, you know, getting them all excited. And then I'm like, Oh, getting in serving the music myself. So it's a little mm-hmm. bumpy right now, but I think it'll come, you know, especially oh, after sure. in, watching the only thing I can think of that would compare to that is is when I do my library presentations you know I've got to talk to the audience I've got to explain to them the harp and so forth and then I've got to perform a piece for them yeah when I perform the piece for them I'm totally into myself yeah and and performing the song and then when I finish then I, I get up and I speak to them. Then I can totally focus on them and, yeah. you know. Yeah, absolutely. That is so amazing. Okay. Well, I'm looking at our clock and we are just about at 29 minutes and I don't want to get cut off without giving you a proper gratitude and um, thank you so, so very much for being on this podcast. You are my first official guest, except for my partner. um, And I am so grateful. This was just amazing to learn about your journey, to learn about your healing work in the world with all the patients that you serve to learn about you and so if you would like to connect with angel the harpist what's the best way to get a hold of you and and connect with you well if you'd like to visit my webpage at www.angeltheharpist.com 
Fantastic. Well, yes, I would highly suggest that because it is such a joy. And I know we just got a tiny bit of the recording and, and actually it is live because now we're almost at our 30 minutes. So this is what we got, but you can find out more and I'm sure the recordings are available there on, um, on her website. So thank you so much, Angel. And this is Emily the Songbird signing off. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Have a great day.